0: Alright, we are back on the Friday morning, guys, and I'm so excited today because, again, I have two phenomenal power ladies and my co-host, a familiar face, Anderlene Weimeyer, is back with us. But today, I'm so stoked to bring us a very, very accomplished entrepreneur, a mentor, and overall extraordinaire. Because Sophia Staffron, guys, she is known for developing wealth, for attracting success and breakthroughs in her life, but also the lives of so many entrepreneurs and people that she worked with. And she has a phenomenal story to share here. And we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is wealth creation or accomplishing the life that you have been dreaming about by the power of your thinking. So it's my absolute pleasure to welcome you here to the show today, Sophia. Such a pleasure to have you here. Welcome. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here and I am feeling fabulous on a thriving Thursday.
0: <laughs> I love it. You yeah. you got the jam going. That's I, I love that. And Angeline, thank you again for co-hosting this with us. Uh, always a pleasure have you as my co-host uh in this phenomenal uh interview and i want to ask you the same question how did you start your day today
2: well today i start out my day with priming my brain by listening to the power of the brain and that's a beautiful message that's going to resonate with sophia gonna share with us today
0: beautiful and can you please uh share with uh, the people watching right now, can you share with us how did you got to know Sophia and and, and what is, how, how did you click, right? What is it that you attracted to Sophia?
2: It's uh, very interesting, me and Sophia, we met at uh, Kyle Wilson's inner circle, right? Yeah. And we meet a couple of times and one day Sophia say this one thing to me, he said, uh, she said, Angeline, you are very powerful. I'm not sure. Are you aware? What is that? What does it mean? (laughs) I don't know, right? So that's and I said, hey, what do you do? She said, I'm a I'm a coach, right? And uh, I teach people having breakthrough and mindset. And said, okay, let me have a consultation. And since then, I've been coaching with Sophia for two years now. Wow. Yeah. My life have transformation. She always loved to use the word transformation. And now I look at myself. I say, Sophia, do you remember when I first time got started with you? What, who was that look like? Right. What, What is that Angeline? It's all about. And she described to me, I can't believe that was me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. It's, it's always she could look into the into the future, probably with the energy that you were giving off, right?
2: She has that, I, it's, it's like very gifted, gifted like a magician.
0: <laughs> that, third, that third eye. Hey, yeah. Eskira, I, I would like to ask you the same thing. Um, I'm always curious, right? Especially with guests and connections by by, by Angeline. What was it that attracted you to, to Angeline when you first encountered her? Like what was that thing that stood out to you?
1: Well, to put it in perspective, you know, you have to understand my belief system. So I believe we're spiritual beings in a costume suit called human meat. So this is our physical body, it's a costume. So the way I operate in life is I'm guided by divine, I'm guided by spirit, Mm -hmm. okay? So you have to have the backstory. That's how I run my life. You know, the power of the unseen world. So when I'm in the inner circle and being present, I'm that vessel. I'm just a spirit being in this, you know, beautiful costume. And so when I see her again, I'm connecting to her. I call it my soul to soul connection. You know, this is how I see people. I see your spirit. I see, you know, I connect to the soul energy. And so when I first met her, I was like, oh, man, I mean just phenomenal light her heart is just generous large just i could feel the beauty of her there was a little but the but was she's not fully connected and most people are not and i just knew she's it's just like the energy of ready for that alignment and i just i just wanted to give her the message and that's why one day i just heard that message and i just I just looked at her, I'm just like, you are just so powerful. Um, And it was, you know, sometimes I just hear the messages of what somebody needs to hear in that moment. And I want to recognize your spirit. So all I'm doing is I'm just being a mirror to you. I'm just acknowledging I'm honoring your presence. So that's what drew me to her. It was just like, whoop, like a magnet.
0: Beautiful. I always love to to hear the stories and how people got connected and and how the evolution of that relationship brought you to to where both of you are today. Um, hey, Sophia. So today we're going to be talking about uh, something very very exciting, right? Like you we were all i believe that we are all meant to live the life of our dreams right as a child we all have childhood dreams yeah as adults you tend to sometimes bury those dreams because of what society is telling you to do what your environment is expecting you to do what some of the people along that journey are telling you in in what you should be and how you should act um, but you're actually teaching the opposite you're 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 pulling out that inner power unlock that inner obsession right so so that people can actually get that breakthrough and live the life they were meant to live now yeah. before we got here sophia can you take us back to to maybe the early days like can you give us a little bit of highlight like who is sophia stuff from behind behind the scenes like who were you in your past life that will let you up to today <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I've had lots of past lives, so we'll just we'll just focus on this one. Too. OK, <laughs> but, I agree. you know, I, I came in. I, I mean, I just came in very conscious. So conscious means very aware. OK, so just imagine being a two year old and very aware, not having the language to communicate, but having the language to communicate, not having the knowingness. At that age, with your brain, but having the knowingness, so I was just such a curious, and my my mom and dad both said like they could not control me. <laughs> I I was like in nature and this, and I would invent um, musical instruments. Oh. So it was like yeah. So I, so as uh, my my earliest memory is two, and then my parents verified all this. So I started at two. I was like so into inventing instruments, and then I would play on the Lawrence Welk show. So every Saturday night, I would play with them my new instrument, and and that that was me. I was very creative. I was very innovative, and that drove my parents crazy, especially my mom, because I'm messing up her kitchen and her house because I'm always inventing, you know. And then she has to clean it up because it was hard to make me clean things up at you know that age. <laughs> So, but, but it just, it lays the foundation to understand like where I came from, I came from a place where you, you can't put me in a box. So my whole childhood was always, um, hearing and knowing your energy. And then I would sit there and un- not understand because I could see your human potential and you're not even living it. Even as a child, I would, I would like look at people. I would think, I don't understand why is she seeking approval? I don't understand why, you know, it's like, why is she doing that when I can feel her energy and I can hear her? She doesn't want to do that, but she's doing it anyway. So it was a very, um, my childhood was, it, it was it was hard in, in a sort of word to use to describe it, meaning um, it's just a struggle because here it is, I feel this power within me and this knowingness, but then the 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 world, the feedback is like, you're weird, that's crazy, Like and not, not understanding. Mm-hmm. So that's where I came from, you know? And then along the way, um, thankfully, you know, my parents didn't really get it, but at least um, my dad did something that was very, very spectacular that I always, you know, share this story is, He did not play the I know game. He did not play the I'm right game. He played the I don't know, let me see if I can find somebody to help you. Hmm. Most humans and most people, they wanna feed their ego and they wanna look amazing. They wanna be the best dad, the best mom, the best this, the perfect this, the perfect that. And I've carried this into my life. It's, you know, if you don't know you have answers inside and if you're not able to go into those answers, find somebody else that can tap into that. Yeah. And so that's the whole background of, you know, that struggle of, I know, I know things, but then I'm not getting the feedback, but then I might find the right mentor. Like in school, I did have a couple of teachers that recognized my talent. And so they helped not put me in a box. And, and that's what groomed me, you know, to this point. And so I always, I always kind of had that feeling of, well, if I know what the answer is, I can feel it. It's so divinely guided. It's like, you know, I always I said since a very young age, I have a VIP line to God. It's like I can feel everything in the universe. So if that's right, how could I be wrong? You know why? So if that and I keep on challenging it, I would say, okay, God, if I don't know this, you know, show me something different. And then something else spectacular happens. So I would do this game to see is this true what I'm feeling what I can manifest what you know how this energy moves like this universe that's so invisible but people think it's not you know real and so that was really how I was able to keep going year after year after year because it is difficult when you know things and people are saying, well, how could you know that possibly? I'm like, oh, great question. I wish I could answer that myself. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey,
0: and Sophia, um, sometimes it's hard, like you're saying, to express, right? To like, if somebody asks you, how do you know? So, sometimes the simplest answer is just a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. It's a feeling. I, I, I don't but you got to a point right now that you're actually coaching and I'm, I'm, I assume like you have a process for that. Can you explain us how long did it take you? Because I, I'm sure that you didn't figure it all out when you were a child, it was just the no. thing. So how, 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 what was the creation process that led you to, to be a coach and a mentor today where you can actually package that into a process, right? Because now you find yourself in a position where you can apply the same thing over and over again and you get the same outcomes because you have learned how to identify it. But what, what did that process look for you? How did you discover to kind of package that in a way that you found, this is my direction?
1: So as a child, I, I, I would not let go of the fact that I know I, I, have this, I have this connection and this knowingness. So as a child, anytime I had an opportunity to teach or speak, I would take it. I would always take it. So, lead this, lead that, you know, have a speech. I was speaking that so young. Um, At fourth grade is when I started singing in, you know, the church choir. Um, I, I would want to lead, you know, I would want to be a priest. Let me lead the congregation. I, I would like to discuss things, I'd like to teach. So, it's always been like a teacher. And, um, and that happened so young. And then in high school, I, you know, I was teaching violin students. So, I was a violinist. And there was too many of us at one point. And so there were so many that were not, you know, at a level that they could be. So I started teaching. They asked me. I didn't, I didn't, they're just like, can you teach me? You know, you're really good. So, you know, it's just, it's just, I call it, I, I learned from feedback to just be present, be present with who you are, like own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, was I first, you know, first year violinist? Absolutely, I was. I owned it. Yes, I was the top, you know, violinist at, at points for years um, until somebody else was better. And that's OK. <laughs> they practiced more than me. <laughs> I was OK with that. But that's the point. It just I just could see it. I could see it. So to fast forward. Um, so imagine now 1988, you're graduating from college. In those days, as a woman, it was a man's world. So as a woman to get anywhere, good luck. We have to do things twice, three times hard. We had to do things that you don't want to do. You have to like be quiet so you can't speak a certain way. You know, keep your mouth shut and follow the rules. And so that was corporate America back then when I was going to enter. So when it came to how what am I gonna do for college, I, I was like, okay, I don't want to be a doctor, because if I go that route, then I, I don't I don't believe in everything they're teaching, because I'm a medical intuitive. So I knew thought creates disease. Mm-hmm. But at that time, the doctor, yeah. there was many doctors, it was not, that was not popular at all. So I was like, ooh, that's not gonna work. Ooh, coaching, what coaching? There's no such thing as coaching. Coaching was for football. Okay, so that was like, oh, that's not gonna work. You know, so be intuitive. So I just I just did what I knew, and just got through college, some of it. But then I kept on saying, how could I do this? What could I do? So I had the opportunity. I opened up a daycare at age 25, and I called it Sophia's Creative Learning Center. And I thought, this is where I could at least impact the parents and the children. I could serve them. I could I could show them that they have a voice and, and not to be labeled, you know. So I started my journey as a child uh, care director. And mine was the best and you know all the other competitors, they would come and sneak in. I already knew what they were doing to see what I was doing because my retention rate for my employees was the highest. And if you know anything about industries, rest, restaurant is like the highest turnover. You can't retain because everybody's turning over. And then daycare at that time was the second highest because it's like low pay and you have to deal with human beings that are children. You know, and so mine was the highest retention rate because it's all about the leader. You know, I if if I can't um, clean a bath, uh, excuse me, a toilet, I wouldn't make you do it. So if I can't do it, I'm not going to make you do it. So I would be able to do everything and teach everything. But at the same time, I created it that I'm serving you that you're in my house. So it was like that's how I was able to practice this. And then um, after that, about three years after, then I was like, this is. It wasn't an, it wasn't fulfilling and other life events were happening. I'm like, I need to expand. So then what I did was again, how is it that people don't see me as crazy that I can really tune into your energy? I can really take you to places that you know nobody else has, and surely you haven't. So I thought, oh, here's an easy track. And again, a mentor had me do this. I got a license as an esthetician. That's skincare.
0: OK, so
1: I got a license as an esthetician to start the business so I could be one on one with people in an intimate setting. And if you know anything about that, most people are looking to beautify themselves on the outside. So My goal was I'm going to awaken your genius, your inner genius. I'm going to work on your inner world. So that's how I really like where it all started and that. Um, that literally the seed of the blossoming started March 20, I mean, 2000. So 20 years ago is when I I made that decision of, I don't know. Again, remember, I don't know how to do this, but oh, well, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to do it and we'll see what happens. And that's what I did. That was 20 years ago. And then before that was, you know, other personal thing you know so unprofessionally on that unprofessional side not getting paid i would be consulting and just doing like readings for people and then you know so at 25 was a daycare, and then you know three years after that it's like okay here we go i i I
0: find it a couple of things that i took away from from Mm -hmm. this this timeline right Your, your your journey uh number one how beautifully was that that your dad instilled the I don't know, but I can find out, or I can find somebody else that can teach me what I need to know. So mm-hmm. I, I found that very beautiful because it, it seems that you took those that philosophy in, into into everything you've done, right? Because you you yeah. mentioned a, a bunch of ventures that you tried at a very young age, and of course at that time you haven't figured it all out, right? You're a young. You're experimental. So the, I don't know attitude, but I can figure it out. I I think that's absolutely powerful. And especially if you're an entrepreneur today, uh, that is the attitude that you have to bring into every situation, because you can't have it all figured out. You need to be willing to rely on yourself to be able to be resourceful and creative.
1: May, May I add to that real quick? Yeah. As an entrepreneur, when you have that energy of I don't know, but I will find you the answer, you guess what's going to happen? You're going to attract clients. It's called trust. Because if you play the I'm right, I don't, I know everything, entrepreneur, no one wants to partner with you. You're going to attract the wrong partners, and you're not going to attract your clientele, the right client. It's yeah. not going to happen. And so that's what that's how you build trust immediately with clients is when you're vulnerable and you say i don't know but i'm going to get you the answer
0: very powerful
1: that made me feel good because i have lots of things i don't know well yeah everybody does so why pretend it's an energy you 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 it's like a it's like this kind of rough energy like oh like i know i know i know and, and you're feeling like does she really know yeah. say I don't know. It's a very opening. It's a, it's a, now it's an inviting. I'm being vulnerable. You want to be vulnerable with me? And it's just like, uh, go on the journey with me. It's a very inviting, it's a flow. Now you're connecting. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, before
2: we thought as a leader, we need to know everything. So Sophia opened my mind, Angeline, you don't need to know at all. It's okay. So I thought, wow, feels so good to be myself.
0: And, and, the, and the second thing that I, I took away, and, and this is actually a question for Angeline, one of the things that I just heard Sophia mention is the power of thought, right? You, you said, you, you talked a little bit about the medical side, right, that yeah. your thinking can actually create certain negative emotions and potentially has an impact on your body. And uh, I'm not sure if, if you have heard of a gentleman called uh, Glenn Hall, uh, who was on the show last week, and uh he said he actually said the same thing. He has a practice holistic healing, and we talked about uh about the power of thought. So Angeline, what 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 is it in your life that you have experienced with the the power of your thinking, right? Being intentional or even not knowing where this journey is gonna take you, but you just had a clear mental picture.
2: And I'm still working on that Rob and Sophia right like this morning I listened to the Bob Popters right they talk about the power of mind I'm like it's fascinating Mm -hmm. like he said as as long as you can think of you can achieve I'm like wow I didn't realize that I have so much power in here so that's what I have been working on with Sophia because we all have the the little voice right sometimes I get confused why on one hand, I want to have this desire, I want to conquer the world. On the other hand, I have this little voice saying that, who are you? You're not good enough. Huh? That's why I got so confused. That's why I come to Sophia, says Sophia, help me out. How? Do, what, I thought, our oh my, it's powerful, but why we have that little noise inside? Maybe
1: Sophia can address that. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that I help my clients is, Teaching them, you know, I always say, I'm not that special. I just started really young and I practiced honing into my higher intuition. So you have the inner critic, which is the ego, which is a good tool too, but you have to master the ego. You have to be a master of it, mm. you know, because it's, it, it's it's like prime real estate in your brain. And you don't want to give away your prime real estate, you know, think of it. You don't want somebody hoarding. That's what people that's what you allow in. You allow the inner critic to hoard your mind. So to clear it is to practice going to that other level to your higher self and listening to that connection to your higher self, which is giving you like every time it's like an alignment, it like locks you into your truth. So it's a practice. And in order to practice that, there's willingness of getting still, you know, so there's a willingness of okay, I'm going to set times in my day. And that's why, you know, breathing work and certain types of breathing techniques that I teach is because when you start getting connected to your breath, you can use that as your visual as well. And the feeling to get connected to your intuition, that's going to lead you exactly to where you want to go and give you answers. So it, so it's, it really is a choice. You can choose to hear it and then focus on it. So it's a choice. So think of it. You want to choose, or do you want to have a willingness to surrender and not surrender as a weakness, like I give up? Mm -hmm. It's just surrender and
0: just,
1: yeah, just surrender and like embrace. Mm You know, okay, let me, I'm going to bring this in. Oh, here's the inner critic. Don't push it out. Don't push it out. All the thoughts that are going by, just, I always call it like, colored balloon just like oh, okay look at that next 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 and see you're just surrendering you're just melting in and then to move through the emotion you're like okay but what do I really want to feel and then just like moving through and that helps just kind of like get you in that that state so it's like you you have the movement through energy instead of having everything control you mm, yeah so practice and that's just a really short version quickie Yeah. It is a a practice, Rob. Yeah, yeah. just like this is like the tip of the iceberg, as they say. There's a lot to it. Yeah. To give your viewers, you know, a sense so they understand, you know, how how it is like you choose you choose your thoughts too. You choose where to pay attention. It's like a movie. So I, I call it like your life is a movie. So if you choose to see certain characters, that's on you. Take responsibility. If you don't like the characters, then choose to change them.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And Sophia, um, we, we have uh, maybe some of the listeners today on the call. Um, they may be thinking about starting a journey, right? As an entrepreneur, they, they may be thinking of, um, you know, creating something on the side that can be really proud of, but they struggle with the concept of like, do I give up on what is providing me comfort and security? Well, in the same time, I cannot see a clear outcome yet in my entrepreneurial endeavor. So what would you say to the people that they cannot see? They don't have the vision yet of that end goal, right? Of that, that physical thing, because people tend to be very visual. What would you say to people that are thinking about it, but they haven't taken a clear decision? They didn't choose yet because they cannot see the outcome
1: so the first thing i want to say is number one that they are not alone okay most people go through this so that's number one you're not alone okay so it's like okay great second thing is think of it a decision as your when you decide you're it's like you're cutting away from everything else you know it's just like once you decide everything else just drops. So, so even make a decision of, I'm gonna do this. I just don't know what it's gonna look like. So that's a decision. So even the first step is just decide you're just gonna do it without the seeing the clarity, because when you do that, all these things will drop out. That so you're literally cutting the fat, kind of sort of speak, off a piece yeah. of meat. It. It's yeah. like it's like I, I just want the meat of it, okay. And then the next step is, it's okay to hold on to the comfort, but change it in the energy of saying, okay, just for right now, I'm going to use this to my advantage. I have something stable. I have some money coming in. It's stable. It's, it's again, you can, you can say predictable, but as you can see with COVID, it's that's an illusion, but at least let's play with your illusion that it makes you feel stable and just say, okay, but it is temporary. So I'm going to grow this over here. And in the process of growing, this is what I keep on telling people, fail really quickly. So whatever you're going to do, if you don't know what it's going to look like, just do it and fail at it in two weeks instead of dragging out for two years. Because the faster you fail at something, the faster you're going to learn what's going to work, you know, and you're going to and you're going to start learning your own strengths. So some people, if they don't really spend time to figure out their strengths and weaknesses, you might realize, oh my gosh, I'm really not good at this, or I really don't love this. I thought I loved it, but it was just a temporary thought. But it's okay to just do something and do it quickly because people think um, failure is a mistake. But here's the thing. <clears throat> When you honor your journey, that's when the magic happens. See, so when you take action, the universe rewards. So it's like when you take action and let's say you fail really quickly, it's like the next thing, the better thing comes to your awareness. It's like, oh, maybe I needed to do that. And then you go, oh, you know what? I'm going to do that, whatever that is. So it's it's, I always say, do something. And if you want to hang on to, you know, something that's stable, that's fine. But everything is money is a tool. It's energy. So you gotta look at it as a tool, not as something like you're it's like I have to have this job. I have to have look at it as like, okay, let me let me fix my budget a little bit. Maybe I'll tweak it so I can start saving more because I haven't, or maybe I'll say you know, this is what I did. Well all my friends were going out and dropping loads of money on cocktails and you know fine dining. I just I didn't do that, so a lot of social things I didn't participate in because I knew I wanted to launch something, and so I knew well if I spend all this money on all this, you know, fine dining and cocktails and this and that, I'm not going to get to my goal quite. You know, it's going to be a struggle. It's, yeah, it's going to be a long road. Does that make sense? You know. So
0: absolutely. And- it, it sounds to me, Sophia, that and you mentioned like money is energy and Angelina and I, we talk about this all the time in, uh, in the trainings that we run. Money is energy and money always circulates, right? And it circulates and it flows back to the people that have a love for attracting money. So what it sounds to me, when you said money is a tool, instead of thinking about, I need money to survive, right? Your fight or flight response, I need money right. to survive, to pay the bills. It, it, it's actually you're repulsing, your your repulsing opportunity and money to come to you. But when you leverage us as a tool, like you said, look, I have two choices. I can either go and do what the rest of my friends are doing and spend that money on fine dining and, and purchasing consumer goods. I can actually stack that money, save up, because I know I have an opportunity here that will take me much further in life. So instead of just... Trying to hoard that money because that's what you need to live. You're using it more strategically as a tool. Do I, do I understand that correctly?
1: Yes, yes. And 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 I call it stacking. When I want to do something really powerful, I stack. So for somebody that maybe cannot afford like a, a fine dining type of experience, this is where I say, yes, you can afford it. Take yourself out to a dinner. Fine dine. Go all the way out dress nicely get into the because the secret that people don't realize it's the feeling okay so go to that nice restaurant have a nice dinner and stack it up get into the feeling use it as an experience start seeing yourself watch everybody in the room and just and just start seeing if you can connect to their energy and what does that person do what is that person saying you know how do i really feel right now i i'm enjoying this food stay in the moment stay in the feeling Oh my gosh, I'm enjoying this, you know, whatever salmon, steak, whatever your you know, your heart's desire. And just get into feelings because when you start connecting to feelings, you start seeing I have value. See, that's what people miss. They they don't they don't think they're good enough. Mm-hmm. See, so you start saying, I have value, I am deserving, and the love vibration is the highest frequency, and it's the most powerful one in the brain. So when you said powerful brain, Mm-hmm. The top emotion is falling in love. So that's why I teach, you know, my ancient Greek, you know, philotimo secret. we can get to that in a second, but it's, it's when you are, when you are honoring this moment and you're falling in love, fall in love with what you're doing, fall in love with this moment of going to that fine dining, you stack it up with seeing how does this translate to my business? What customer do I want to fall in love with? You know, what customer do I want to serve? I've got this value. I have this knowing. I'm, I am competent in something and I want to teach it. I want to serve. That's living your light. So you start bringing all this forward. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm just stacking it. One simple experience that you think you can't afford, but when you do it, that is your own coaching session right there. That is like a one to two hour session for yourself that gets you connected to start realizing that you're coming from a place of lack. That's that's a mindset issue. You've got a mindset issue. You 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 think you lack things. You think you're not good enough. So and that's also a value issue. You don't value yourself. You don't love yourself. And so and so just a simple thing of going and have again I'm just giving you an experience so you can feel it. When you start getting into that feeling now you're now you're gonna start using that feeling and you're gonna inject it into your new business. And now you can inject it into those moments where you feel scared and th- th- the thoughts are gonna come up because you've wired your brain a certain way. So this is a habit. So it's like waking up with a f- habit of, you know what, I felt amazing when I was in that restaurant. So you bring back that feeling and you, then you use it for the next day. And as soon as you feel like you're like, I don't know what I'm doing, you use it for the next day so good so powerful
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god and i'm curious angeline um so we we know your story and you came to the us 11 years ago from a different cultural upbringing right and you came to the us with a certain expectation and you had you know quite a challenging journey yourself that led you up to this moment so how did you apply the emotions, the feeling, right? Because at the beginning, certainly not everything worked in your favor, right? We all had to go through the hardship and the challenges because those were the learning lessons that we had to endure. But how did you apply getting into an abundant state, getting into a place where you felt, I have, I don't have all the answers yet. And the outcome is certainly not what I'm looking for or what I'm content with, but I'm gonna pursue anyway. Like, how did you apply the emotions? <laughs> well,
2: you made me cry really by asking this question <laughs> because you mentioned about um, ten years ago, right? So <laughs> you really um, trigger something inside me. Um, this tear is not tear of sadness; it's a it's a tear actually of gratitude it's a tear of gratitude um for sophia because she know <clears throat> the past 10 years the culture right it's not easy um especially raising by a mother it's always criticizing you so um in the past 10 years i was very driven by success i was driven because i want to prove to my mother that i'm i'm good enough i'm worthy but I never know that was the program was running behind me. Um, that's why I'm very grateful, especially with Sophia here. And because of her, she helped me uh, see what I didn't see. She helped me see who I really are. Right? What? What? What do I meant to do? Who I am? What is my light? Why do I do what I do? Not because I want to prove to somebody, because that's, that's alignment, that's with, in line with who I am. Like, I'm that light. So um, I'm very grateful uh, for Sophia, right? You, in 30 minutes, you have learned so much. Imagine that I have learned with her uh, right for so long. And you, Sophia, you're really part of my my journey, really. Mm
1: time
2: yeah it's a transformation you know, journey to get to see uh, who I am right and, and made that choice either you live in a self-criticism not good enough the suffering state or I choose to live my life being abundant and and step into my true power you remember you always taught me yes step into my true power and and okay. use my gift to serve other people and connect with my feeling because before I don't have feeling, I only have thinking. Yes, yes. We grew up like very think and yep. let thinking, we we don't have feelings. We just like being programmed, I feel
1: like a robots before. Rob, can I honor her journey for a moment?
0: Yeah, absolutely, Sophia, go ahead.
1: Okay, so to honor her journey and this will also help others, Um, I also come from uh, immigrants, so I'm Greek and Greek, 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 okay? Maybe ancient Greek, I think. Anyway, uh, the long story short is cultures, I see it all the time. They instill certain things. Some things are beautiful and some things are just to get by with whatever they needed at that moment. And then the generation, generation passes it on. So it's typical for your culture. It's typical for other cultures, for moms to be maybe overbearing, controlling, criticizing this is typical so it's so so with angeline you know and that's why i want to honor your journey it's just it's not that you're that there's something wrong with your mother you know people want to blame or fault it's just you honor your mother you honor somebody else's journey and then you just say well that's your journey but right now this is what i'm going to i'm going to embrace in my life and that's the stepping into your power that's when you are honoring your journey your light you're uniquely blueprinted that's living your light. And so when that when you start living from that place, that intuition, that's the higher self, that kicks in. So when you live from living your light, mm-hmm. that's how you become more intuitive. That's how you become more guided and aligned. And so that inner critic starts it literally starts calming down. Yeah. Angeline can tell you. So it then all of a sudden all these voices, they start shoop, you become the master now. So they start quieting down because you're in alignment now with your purpose, and that's why I say you embrace it. So you embrace that that was your upbringing, you embrace that was your mother's journey, and you honor it. And so when you honor it, it takes you from a place of um, shame that you used to be in. Shame. Yeah. And honoring is the opposite of shame. So that's why when I teach, and I you know, and that's my filotimo teachings and the movement is when I get people to get into that place. This is where magic happens. This is where you can go forward with your business and you will start attracting. Literally, it will happen. Everything happens magically because you decided, I'm no longer gonna feel shame of not knowing or I haven't done this before. Guess what, no one's done anything before. It's a first for everybody. So get over it, you don't know, okay? I don't care how many books you read, who your mentor is, at the end of the day, everybody started with, I don't know, and they did something. Yeah. to get the experience. Everybody. So yeah. yeah. So that's why I say, you know, you know, and thank you for sharing that. But I just want to honor your journey because this is something that's when you step into it, I mean that's that's part of you fulfilling your destiny. Yeah. So I want to shout out, you know, to you about that and say and thank you for showing up. Thank you. And, thank you. and it take courage it does take yeah. courage it does. that's what i'm saying i want to honor that yes
0: <laughs> and and i think this was an excellent demonstration of tapping into the emotion into the feeling right because when you tap into your feelings for the first time you're taking away all the layers of your true core being and that's when the emotion comes out and when you can tap into that core right that's like sophia called us so beautifully tapping into your light and that's in my opinion, and, and Sophia, I would love to hear your uh, perspective on that. But once you reach that point where you have this feeling that you feel, I no longer have to pretend to be in a certain way or to act in a certain way, but you can serve from a place that it truly feels uh, like it, it's a core energy, and it comes from a place of love, right? When you when you yeah. truly feel exposed and vulnerable. I feel yeah. that that's the moment, because a lot of people ask me this, like, how do you know that you're living your purpose? And to me, that's what it is. That's the moment where you say, this yeah. is it, because that's what my heart feels. What would you yeah. What would you say? Yes.
1: I would say absolutely yes, 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 first of all. Um, and just to give you some perspective of what somebody feels like, um, my last client last night, it was a late night one. Literally, we had a session about vulnerability and stepping into her light. And her exact words were because I could see the shift in her energy, you know, as we were, you know, and that's, I mean, that's what I do. I'm not, I'm not here to like, you know, have a client an hour, an hour. Like, that's not what I do. Like, I'm here for transformation. So that's why she's my client. So last night, in that moment of just knowing and boop, just stepping into like what her truth is she had a uh, an overwhelming sense of sadness and i said yes sadness because you're going to release that pretend person you took off your dress that you were showing off to everybody it doesn't work anymore and so it literally was a sadness but then but then she had this ooh i'm going to have to grieve about this i'm like yes you know because i told her that you're going to have to go through a grieving process but all of a sudden she felt this like, whoa, I, she felt lighter. She felt like really powerful. She started seeing things. And I, and I, you know, I went into detail, like try to pull things out. I was like, let's go. I'm going to, ha- I'm going to have you say this, speak it out loud because speaking, becoming, that's how it works. You speak it, you become it. So it's like all of a sudden like this person that's dying to get out whoop, came in yeah. and and that's, that's where the power is. When you are connected to love, not fear, fear can serve you, but when you're connected to love and you always, you know, are working on achieving, you know, this connection with love, that's your divine, you know, self.
0: Wow. Yeah. Most, most
1: powerful emotion.
0: Yeah. Most Absolutely. And and I, I feel it right right here, right? It's uh uh, Sophia, I have a couple of questions from the audience for both you and Angeline as they come up. Would it be okay if we address some of these incoming questions as yeah. we're going through this interview? So um, we we get a, a question for for you, uh, Sophia, and and the question is, what would you um, advise someone who wants to step into their true power, but they're not exactly sure how to do that? Right? They they have not you know, gone through the journey yet. So they're just thinking about it. What would be the first step that you would advise somebody to take to step or or to go through that discovery process of getting to that place where they have uh, defined their true power? What is the first step for someone that is thinking about doing that?
1: The first step, and usually the step that no one uh, does, is uh, the exercise that I would give, Uh, whoever is asking the question is, make a list of every statement that you say all the time. What do you believe? And just make a whole list, just go into a stream of consciousness and start writing out statements. And then with each statement of who you are or what you believe in, or just statements that you say all day, you just, just compile this list. And then next to it, over every single one, now you have to take ownership. Is that you that said that? Do you believe that or does somebody else? So if your mother told you that you should be a doctor and that's why you're in school right now, oh so you're not you're not on purpose then. Mm-hmm. You're on somebody else's purpose. So the discovery and the first step is really you gotta take responsibility of your energy, your thoughts, your choices in your life. That's like the first ultimate step because when you do that, you literally start unlocking. The puzzle pieces come together. You will start on. Un- it's like the unlocking of who you are starts coming out, because when you are um, doing things for others, you're- that's why you can't see your purpose. Yeah. You can. The path is there. I always say there's no finding a path. The path arrives. The decision is: Do you want to hop on it?
0: You know. So, so it sounds it sounds that it starts with awareness. And what you're saying is, by writing it down, you can come be, become aware of those beliefs, whether they serve you or they don't. But would you say that the first step is to become aware in what you believe?
1: Yes, because without awareness, you don't know where you're going. Yeah, so that's why people say, like, I don't know what my path is. Because here's the thing: remember, I, I'm I'm not a fan of I don't know. So you know. It's the If you're going to use, I don't know, but I'm going to find the answer, that's okay. But when you sit with, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not a fan of that. It's the, "Ah, I don't know, but I'm going to find the answer. That's the action. And so when you do this exercise and you say, you know what, I'm not sure of my purpose. Let me see. Let me see who I am really and bring that awareness in of whose is it. Like, why are you doing the things that you're doing? It comes from somewhere. Yeah. Just like Angeline said, that's why I was the perfect. I wanted to honor her because that's how you do this. If you if you have somebody telling you that you should always have a black hair instead of brown hair, well, okay, you're not being true. You're not on purpose. So the more you start eliminating the things that are not on your purpose, that's when I see the path is going to start arriving. Yes. You're going to show up. Yes. Yeah. That's just you connecting to you. And again, this is, it's a simple step, but it's a grand step. This is a yeah. grand discovery that will happen. That will awesome. get you, on. Uh, yeah, it will.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. I, I think that's, that's, like you said, I love how you formulated that. It's a simple thing to do, but it has a grand impact on someone's life. Because it might be the first time in your life that you're actually stepping into the reality of things that you're actually i call it peeling the layer of the onion right you you take all the layers away you strap yourself down to the core so that could be the first moment in someone's life that will actually create a lot of clarity so thank you for for tapping into that and and i know that our audience they 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 love this and i hope that this is helpful for people listening in right now and with that said we we have a question uh, for angeline and and uh, so, so we have Nelson here. Nelson is actually saying and acknowledging, based on what he's hearing here, that limiting beliefs are extremely dangerous, mm-hmm. right? But he's wondering, what do you do, Angeline, to to keep focus on the positivity, on the bright side, right? You already talked about an attitude of gratitude that you're feeling today. So besides everything that you're going through, how do you keep focusing on the positive side of things in your life
2: like i want to go back to sophia right like certain area like inner world this type of thing i don't know i don't know how to do it i know i want to get better i don't know how to do it i know i have limiting belief i don't know how to do it so i went to like tony robin right all these places and try to change myself but every time emotional high after the event it go back to the old self again So I would say having a mentor, like somebody like Sophia in your toolbox is so important and so helpful. Because right now I still in a journey about recognize those limiting belief and then change into empower empowering belief right and i am still working in myself right now rob i'm i'm not saying i'm perfect angeline still got work to do a lot to do here
0: yeah we yeah. Ar- 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 all right are Ar- 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 too yeah yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah beautiful at least I, i'm willing i have the desire i want to change and i seek out i attract right i attract people who can help me to take me to the next level
0: and, and do you think it's also a belief, Angeline, that this is a journey that you take with you until the moment that our bodies, right, reach the end of time, when our time is up? Do you, do you think that it's a belief that this is an ongoing journey, this oh. never ends?
2: Oh, yeah. Sophia would say, as long as you are human, I, I can always find something that you need to be working on. <laughs> Remember, yeah. Sophia,
1: you say that? I say it all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I I really think that that really hits the nail on the head there. It it, it comes from the belief of always knowing that there's always something that you can grow and learn from, that you're on this journey of personal evolution. And if you can keep that belief, right, back to Nelson's question, uh, how do you focus on exercising positivity in your life? I think it's that belief that there's always something that you haven't learned that the life that we go through, it's meant to teach us a lesson to get to your true self. Yes. Um, so Sophia, I have another question. Uh, I think this is a more uh, complex one, and I'm super curious. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I like it already. <laughs> We're taking it up a notch, and uh, we'd love to hear your perspective on this. But uh, Christiane is actually asking if you could recommend a uh, routine or like a set of, Uh, or or maybe some tools that you can advise that someone that is currently in the journey of entrepreneurship, they're building their business and they're seeking greatness, right? They're seeking that maximum potential to max out that result that they're hoping to accomplish with their business. What is a routine or like some tools that you recommend or or maybe even some of the exercises that you do in your personal life that Mm -hmm. unlock that momentum, right? That that allows your spirit, the body, and the mind to align to achieve greatness.
1: Ooh, I love this. This is juicy. Mm-hmm. so so first of all, okay, first of all, when you start out, uh, what I see with most people, and I and I also fell victim to it. So it's like turn yourself from victor to vic, uh to victim to victor now. Okay, don't be a victim of like I don't know and oh my gosh, this is so hard. The victor is this don't look on the outside and think everybody else has answers that's number one start first you start with a belief of i have all the answers within and so what i teach people is this honor the solution that you may not see at the moment that is your new mantra as an entrepreneur
0: Can can we repeat that
1: yes honor i honor the solution that i may not see at the moment When you keep on saying that I honor the solution that I may not see at the moment, what happens is you don't go into a place of, I'm not good enough, or I should ask my five friends what to do because entrepreneurs do that. Oh my gosh, I want a greatness. I want this, I want this. And so you start looking outside. I call it the octopus effect. You start putting your hands out and what can I get from this person? What can I get for this? Who knows this? Who knows that? And you're just like, woo octopus. So the first thing that you need to learn is bring the hands in, column of divine light, okay? The divine intelligence is here. I am light, I am love, I am powerful. So that's divine. So just imagine you're getting hooked up to that divine column of light. You know, I am love, divine, you know, pure love, divine intelligence, okay? That's the, I am light, I am powerful. It doesn't mean that you're overpowering someone. I am powerful is I am of right action. I already have the unique blueprint. So when you get into that divine space, that is a spiritual practice, which is missing in business, but that's the magic to business. So when you when you go from that octopus into your divine self, I promise, don't believe me, try it out, but I promise you're gonna have a different result because you are now tapping into that higher vibration. And when you're into that higher vibration, you can start seeing and this is also science. So I call it science and spirituality equals, you know, wisdom. So the science of the brain is when you're operating from that higher space and you're honoring, you're actually unlocking, and there's a lot of research to show this. So when you're in this you know place, literally your mind can start opening up. You start seeing things. So you go from limit like, oh man, I'm just starting out. I don't have enough of this. I don't have enough that it's going to happen. But when you go into like hold on I honor the solution that I may not see at the moment. You start activating something powerful in your brain. And um, what happens is now your brain's focused on it and you're pulling, you're like a magnet. And so you're actually gonna be pulling the answers and you're getting connected to it and wow. things are start happening. So that's like the number one practice, um, but daily, daily without fail, you know, you need to meditate, you need to breathe. You need to visualize. You need to write. Uh, you need gratitude, um, blessings, and philotimo, which I can get to in a second. But it's you can stack this up. So don't tell me you're busy because I deal with plenty of very high-level executives, you know, also that are crazy busy, like, help. Okay, you can do this like in seven minutes and put the seven things, stack it up, and just take a moment and just go to meditate. You don't have to even quiet your mind. The meditation can start with, okay, I honor the solution at the main, it could be like a mantra, you know, or whatever. It could be something like positive affirmations, and that could be your meditation. And then you can start visualizing what that is, connect to that energy, you know, show gratitude to maybe your husband and wife that's, you know, helping supporting your vision, you know, uh, for somebody single like me, you know, I always give gratitude to all those that, I, that um, have not met on the journey. I, I give gratitude to those that I have met on my journey. I honor their presence in my life. And again, this just takes a second. You know, and then you bless people. And then you take another, you know, again, this could be seven minutes. And then you just bless everyone that's, you know, that's gonna be in your day. Bless whoever is gonna cross your path and, and provide answers. Messages of answers for you. You know, cause these are gonna be like these messengers, they're gonna be messages. And so these are gonna be your answers to solutions. And you just visualize and you're visualizing and you can feel it so you can feel like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I'm i not quite sure what this answer is, but I feel like I'm going to find it today. Or so with my 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 clients, every Angeline knows this. When I go to sleep, this is what I do. I'm already I'm already grateful for the transformation and the, the opportunity that I get to be a witness in their journey. So every session is always a mind blower because I've already set it up that way. Yeah. Wow. It's it's like, so it's like clean your vessel. So just think of it like you are the column of divine light, clean your vessel. And again, I, I, what I just said, you could do it in seven minutes. Are you just stacking it up? You can stack up all these things, stack it seven minutes. There's no, you can't tell me you don't have seven minutes.
0: Yeah.
1: You can, you know what I mean? You could do this longer or throughout the day, but I'm just giving something that for sure it's like simple. And there's no excuse why you can't do it. So I take the money excuse away and I take your energy excuse like, oh, I don't have time, you know, and energy for this. It's seven minutes. I,
0: I think what it comes down to, Sophia, it's, it's prioritizing. Right. And, I, and that's why I love that you tapped into the science of things because you have two types of people. Right. I think here on the call today, we're all very spiritually connected. Right. Spiritual beings. So for us, these type of conversations are very comfortable because we already identify and align with that vision. But there's also people out there, they they, they live in the physical world. So meaning they can only yep. they 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 start believing when they see it. Yes. But I always say start believing and you will see it. Right? That that's those are two different approaches. So I really love that you touched upon the science. Of things because you actually explained that by doing it right by visualizing intensely you create a triggers an emotion and now it it's it sharpened and I think I addressed it to Angeline earlier right it sharpens that that part of the brain that is now holding a clear mental picture of of, of what you're hoping to achieve right so whether it's an affirmation or or whether you picture a certain dream life or something that you want to acquire or the person that you want to become It triggers the emotion, unlocks the brain, and therefore you have a clear mental picture inside, they call it, right, your third eye right here to see it in front of you. And Tony Robbins always says what you focus on expands. And to me, that's exactly what it means, right? By looking inside, what you focus on then expense in the physical world. So you can back that up with, with real science. The science is, is the, yeah. on the neuropsychology, right? On a neuropsychological level, but basically what is lacking in a lot of companies and entrepreneurs is the spiritual side is yeah. prioritizing looking inside you rather than to look for outside circumstances.
1: Yes. yes. And it's, it, again, it's the honoring love of honor. It's like when you focus on the benefit of others with nothing in return, that ignites it. So it's, again, this is also science because um, the second powerful emotion that I didn't mention is giving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you are practicing philotimo, when you are being a philotimo being, okay, that means you. it's a love of honor, but honor of uh, it's, it's the courage. It's the, I'm going to focus on the benefit of you. I'm serving you. It's the power of serving. Okay. So when you are giving your, again, your light, I call it your gift, whatever you want to call it, when you are giving, that means you are being it, you're living it. And when you're giving it, you literally whoop that part of your brain, yeah. it, it loves it. So this is science. You know, you're talking about also the reticular activating system, the RAS. Yes. So all, all of this is science, the brain is beyond powerful. And I've spoke to just, you know, if people want any confirmation. Let me tell you, I spoke to a, a very, very top neurologist, you know, in the country, the Cleveland Clinic, Miami. And her exact words were, because I told her, people make up diseases in their body. And she said, yes, I see that all the time. She said, even as a doctor, And a scientist i have i can't even explain to you how powerful the mind is we're still finding out so even somebody who's on top of her game you know and then to give you another example i'm very well known for stopping the progression of my father's dementia i have medical evidence to it again all the doctors involved with my dad's care they call him a medical miracle that's that's it's there's no book to it and I did so much neuroscience brain work bre- all of these techniques I did with my father and it's when you see yourself and you stop labeling yourself and you and you stop when uh, I think it was Nelson his name was about limiting beliefs yeah when you when when you to stay positive just means take the list of the limiting beliefs and then make it into a positive how is it going to serve you. Because if you're speaking something, a belief that's not empowering, you are harming yourself. And I don't mean harming in a scary way. I mean harming as in you will get physical disease.
2: Yeah.
1: You, you are going to you know create something in your body that you don't want. And in your life, things will get messy. And again, that's not a fear tactic. It's just like, that's just the way it is.
0: Yeah. No, that's, 100%. That's
1: science. That's real science right there.
0: Beautiful. And uh, Sophia so as 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 we're coming to the uh, to the end I know the time passes by so quickly oh, yeah, no. <laughs> we only have an, an hour here on the show but I want to address one more question and I think this is a, a really powerful one by uh, by by Maggie and Maggie's actually asking in our business Sophia we, we see that a lot of people they come to us with big dreams and ambition when, when we first speak to them then you give them the opportunity to develop a business, to do something that they can be proud of. They can put their name behind. But then the actual process of business then becomes overwhelming and scary because it's something that they have never done before, right? It's the moment of overwhelm. And then they shut down and they quit. They throw in the towel in the ring. What would you say why first of all question part one is why does that happen and part two how can someone that is maybe going through that right now how can they still keep a balance and and push through anyway while their feeling is saying i'm overwhelmed i'm overwhelmed this i i I won't be able to do this right what would you say to those people
1: okay so this happens all the time okay so first of all you have to understand science science is the brain is it's meant to uh, protect you so when you're telling somebody oh i'm going to help you make this big dream come true the brain automatically is going to say oh my gosh she's full of crap don't listen no don't do it that's the overwhelm that's science it's going to happen with everybody i don't care who you are that's just natural so If you know that's gonna happen, this is where I offer, then have something ready for you and your clients. So I always tell my clients, hey, by the way, I know I'm telling you this, but here's what your brain's saying right now. And the clients are like, how do you know what's, how do you know what's going on upstairs? Because I see, I know the science of it.
0: Upstairs. (laughs) Upstairs. Yeah.
1: So so you tell somebody, hey, so I know what's gonna happen. You've never done this before. So your brain's gonna tell you right now, this is too much, I can't. And so when, when you actually give the person, uh, you're, you're actually inviting them to be truthful as to what's happening in their brain. Oh yeah, I do feel overwhelmed. Yeah, and you just go, it's okay, this is like normal. So let them know this is what's normal. And then what you do is you let them know, we're gonna reverse engineer it. You're, you need to become someone different to achieve that dream. So it starts breaking it down to, oh, wait a second, I'm not that person, it's okay, because I might have to tweak a few things to get past my overwhelm or to get past the, I don't know, I've never done this before. And then I would say, offer that person like a small step. You know, because one thing that people do is they they sell the dream to somebody, but then they don't offer some small initial steps. You, You have to feel good in a moment. So if I have a big dream, I feel great. Oh my gosh, I feel amazing. This is what I can do for all these people. I can feel, you know, I could feed a whole village of children. Okay, that makes me turn on. Woo! I'm on. Okay, now, now Sophia, do it. Uh I'm gonna feed a village of children. Uh okay. How what's that? What's gonna happen? I don't know. Okay. It's that moment you grab it and you go, okay, who do I need to become? What? Okay, maybe I need to find an investor. Maybe I need to find somebody that builds houses in a certain country. You see, you, you start. So with the entrepreneur, it's think of it like that sense of you've never done it. So give, give your, whoever is you're selling the dream to, give them some, like a small blueprint. Here's some things to get you started. We all do this. See, when you give them tools, they go, oh, okay. I need to do these tools. I need to change my mindset. Okay, my mindset's not right. That's where I always start with entrepreneurs. If you're not willing to change your mindset, you're not gonna be a successful entrepreneur, period. I've got research to back that up. And I have case studies, plenty of clients that they realized they were all about the dream and they got overwhelmed. I've never done this before. And then I said, but I gave you these simple steps. Is it a daily habit? If somebody's not willing to do daily habits, then I mean the dream's always going to be there. But as a coach for that client, give them some daily things. Because if you give somebody some daily habits that actually make them feel good, it shifts that overwhelm to that loving state, that that courage state. You're empowering, you're not harming you're empowering, that is going to help them go, I want more now. They're going to call you and say, okay, I've done this for a week. I'm starting to see a little bit better. I've realized, you know, I don't know how to do this. So what else do I do? Now they're going to turn into hungry clients because that's what if I don't know about you guys, but for me, if I'm not hungry, if I like, I don't want it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So that's that's the the first step is to understand you have to be hungry to want to do something. It's just a human need.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So make it small steps, you know, make it something small. Give that to your client um, because that will help them connect to the dream better. And so that big leap.
0: Wow. No, that makes absolute sense. And I I think you broke that down phenomenally. I think this is something that people really can take action on. And this is something that we can definitely apply into our organization because this is what we see all the time, uh, Sophia. Uh, But but it comes down, like you said, to the habits. Uh, And if you can reverse engineer, so if you have the goal in mind and then reverse engineer the little tiny action steps that becomes into a habit, you will yep. be able to guide somebody along the way. And the more excited they get about it, the bigger and the faster they want to go. So I, I thought that was phenomenal advice. Um, Angeline, would you help us close out? Because we are having way too much fun. Uh, yeah. We're unfortunately strapped by time, but would you please close us up? Because I know you always bring uh, a surprise to the table. Oh. to the community.
2: Sophia, she has a heart of gold. She has special something, something.
0: We love surprises here.
2: Yeah, you see just maybe an hour with Sophia, we already feel transformation. Yeah. Right. It's just, yeah. That's a power that I haven't seen anybody deliver like the way she did. So Sophia, I know you have a gift for the community. Uh, would you like to share with us? What, what's the gift that you're gonna bless to our audience? We have one winner
1: yes yes so i i have offered you know a session with me and this is something where you get to pick because the the good news is whatever you're looking for there's a want but i'm always going to know your needs so you're going to you're going to start seeing like okay uh what's that question and i'll help develop it into a way where you're going to have even a more like grander answer because again i i don't need to hear too much i don't need to hear your story i'm going to go in and get you a blueprint, anything that you're needing, I'll get you the right habits, I'll get you a blueprint of what to do. And what it will set you up to whatever, again, whoever comes to me with this, whatever you're needing, it I'll help you next level it, but I'm going to give you the exact, it's a recipe. So it's nothing for you to figure out, I'm going to give you a recipe. And I, again, it's a promise. It's a promise. If you commit to it, and I make it simple. So that's the good news. Whatever I'm going to teach you and all the tools that I'll give you, it's going to be simple. You can use them and you can teach them t- and I actually teach others, you know, the tools. So the more you teach somebody, the more you actually learn better. That's why what you guys are doing right now. And you both, you know, again, I honor you the, the, the time that you take to do this because the more you teach, the more you elevate yourself. So it's all about serving. It's the power.
2: Beautiful. So, so 30 minutes, uh, uh, complimentary consultation with Sophia.
1: Thirty, yeah. you know, and I'm just I might go a little over, like I said. Uh, oh, yeah, so 30, right. we'll start, yeah, we'll start with the thirty, and yeah, let's see what happens. Great. You might get a little extra lucky. Wow, well,
0: you're certainly generous, uh, Sophia, <laughs> and and I think uh, this was such a powerful, powerful interview because a lot of times we tend to think at business that it's it's like a static thing, right? Business is business, but what most people don't see is that the results in the outer world are really a reflection of the results in the time and the inner work that you put in. So I think you were able to clarify that for us and we're really, appreciative of all the amazing value that you gave and i see all the tremendous we have so many more questions that we haven't even gotten to so just uh to close us out Sophia, how how can people uh, besides we're going to choose a winner here today but besides how can people follow you on this journey for people that are seeking to to be more spiritually aligned with their business and and to really unlock that full potential how can people get connected with you where, where can they find you
1: well, right now I have my Facebook page, you no, know, Sophia J. Stavron. Um, I'm going to activate um, a new Facebook page.
0: <laughs> oh, all right. I was waiting. Living, there you are. You came prepared. I love it.
1: Living Filottimo, Okay, it's gonna be. Um, I'm gonna have a website. Things. I am not. I. When it comes to social media, I have not been like the biggest fan. But but of course. With COVID and everything, I haven't had the bandwidth because I've been taking care of my parents. So now I know that I need to be more social, so I will be. But at least you're gonna know that this is gonna come up. But anybody that has questions, you can DM me, you know, um, on Facebook. You know, just find me, friend me, or message me the questions. I'll be happy to answer them, you know, off, off interview here.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and then my website is SophiaStavron.com. Again, I need to update. Uh, but you can always email me, Sophia at sophiastavron.com and just reference this, you know, that this is where, you know, you've come from. This is how you know me and I can answer and connect because that's one thing social media I'm really working on right now because I need to embrace. See, this is, everybody has to know this. You need to embrace, you know, your journey, embrace it and do things that are uncomfortable. Social media is uncomfortable. I don't want to spend too much time with it, but I'm gonna make it happen. And so
0: beautiful. beautiful. You know, there's, there's you? Me. <laughs> thank you so much for for yeah. spending your time with us here today. I want thank to you. thank Jelene, our phenomenal co-host, and and sharing both of you two power ladies, your Woo! stories. <laughs> I thought this was remarkable, guys. I hope our audiences, you took tremendous value from this. Uh there you have it. How to unlock your full potential and how to live the life that you were meant to live. Sophia, thank you so much. Angeline, I thank really you. appreciate you. Thank you.
1: Thank and you. I
0: hope we can do this again in the near future, Sophia, and keep track of the progress. Okay? But in the meantime, have a phenomenal Thursday, guys. And I will see you back when another phenomenal guest next Thursday. Same time, same place. And here on the entrepreneur speaker series. Thank you so much, everyone.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank
0: you, Happy. Bye, thank you Angeline. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye
2: bye. Bye.